Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. The Chattanooga Beach Volleyball Program picks up its first win of the season and history, beating Carson Newman recently. We thought that was cause for a celebration here on Mox on the Mic. Darren Van Horn, who is the beach volleyball head coach, he joins us to talk about this first season of beach volleyball. Hey, congrats on getting the win over uh, Carson Newman. First victory ever for the beach volleyball program. Kind of take us through that and, and how it all came to be. Yeah, it was uh, it was an exciting day for sure. Uh, we were supposed to play Carson Newman the week before, but we got kind of rained out uh, due to some flooding. But, um, you know, it actually worked out a lot better that we got to play on the following week. Uh, we, had, we were able to use some of our indoor players to kind of foster a full – uh, six pairs, if you will, or five pairs. Um, and then, you know, the weather itself was beautiful and, uh, we were super excited to compete. And then it being our first home event, uh, it was a double header. And, and after getting that kind of five Oh victory, that wasn't easy. Uh, there was a lot of tight matches, uh, but kind of pulled out the five Oh sweep. We, uh, we were super excited. Emotions were running high. Uh, I was pretty tired. I'm not gonna lie. Even after that first round and I couldn't even even imagine how our girls were doing, uh, you know, just because of the emotion attached to it being our first event and, and getting that 5-0 sweep and first win in program history. So it was it was a great event. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I really thought our administration and support staff uh, really set us up to have a great environment for the match as well. And so uh, it was a great time. What's been the toughest part about building a program from the ground up? Um, I think just the instilling what it is you want it to look like um, that from me personally as the coach to, you know, our players and, and how they're handling themselves, um, just the ins and outs of, of a new program, you know, trial and error in some ways of just what it looks like um, as far as running events or, you know, travel, all those things. Uh, it's been a, an interesting year trying to balance both indoor and beach as well at the same time. Um, but I, I give a lot of credit to our players. They've, they've taken every um, obstacle that they've had and, and, you know, didn't make excuses about it uh, and, they, and they're going after it. And so it's been a lot of fun. I think also the, the upperclassmen that I do have for Beach, they've done an incredible job of, of being in a solid leadership group and um, kind of steering our underclassmen on, on kind of what it looks like and and being a good extension of, of what I want our program to be founded on and, and kind of what we're aiming for. Take me through how you determine who to pair up in this, because there's only two in the sand at the same time. How do you make sure you've got the right two together to make it work? Yeah, I think uh, there's a couple different factors that go into it. One is just watching them play together, uh, seeing who naturally has some chemistry um, as far as just kind of instincts. Um, the other thing is, you know, you look at what style of player they are. We have a few kids that I would say are true blockers. Some of them may be true defenders where, you know, blockers stay at the net the whole time, um, whereas defenders, you know, you'll never see them up at the net. Uh, that's a factor. Uh, you have split blockers. So you kind of do a little bit of both. Um, but you know, those are, are definitely things to take into consideration. People who are more comfortable playing on the left side of the court versus the right side of the court. Um, you know, I, I, we try to train people to do both so that at any point in time we can, we can mix it up and, 
and change maybe a strategy. But uh, those are all factors that we definitely need to take into consideration when, when putting those pairs together. Do you have to be a little more versatile in your game to play beach as opposed to playing indoor? No, absolutely. Um, you know, I think with indoor, you can be more, I guess, specific on your skill uh, or position. You only have to do so many things in certain positions. Um, whereas in beach, you, you have every skill and you have to do it because there's nobody out there to do it for you. Um, you know, still three touches, just like indoor, um, but those three touches become come between two people. And with the way you're able to strategize, uh, you can pick who you want to serve. You can pick who you want setting the ball um, from that service standpoint of just the order of contacts. And so um, an all around skill base is definitely something that you're, you're looking for in athletes and training all the time with those athletes um, to be comfortable to do all those different things. Do you have to go West to find players? I mean, how many, how many prep beach volleyball programs are there around, or do you try to look at girls at the prep level who may be playing indoor that you can identify and say, okay, here's a skill set now that transfers to the sand. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think the East coast has done a pretty good job of, of building up the, uh, the beach community at that prep level. Um, you know, Florida has a lot of really good talent. Um, I think, you know, the Carolinas have some good talent. Even Tennessee uh, has been a really big, I would say, hotbed in some ways of, of building the beach programs. There's a lot of kids coming out of Nashville. That's, um, I think there's two or three different clubs out of there. Uh, you got Hyden Beach, Wallace Beach. Um, and so people who really know what they're doing over there um, and kind of building those, those players. Um, you know, you could go to Texas to find some good beach volleyball as well. Um, you know, West Coast has always been known as kind of the powerhouse of beach volleyball, but there are other regions of, of the U.S. that I think have really quality players, uh, strong players. Um, when, we're, when we're recruiting for indoor, we do um, take a look at some of those kids and we, we say, oh, this kid could play beach. And, you know, we never, I would say, force it on indoor kids. But when we have that recruiting conversation, sometimes we say, hey, are you interested in beach golf? Sometimes they come to us because they want to do both. Um, and so, you know, it's just kind of balancing that out and, and finding, uh, you know, how many beach only kids we want, how many crossover kids we want. and then we go from there. How many crossovers do you have right now? Uh, right now we have six crossover kids, um, which is kind of perfectly round us, rounded us out for this year um, and having 12 kids. So we'll have six pairs, um, five pairs, obviously compete. And then we have the exhibition pair. Uh, which has worked out well. Um, and I would say it's probably going to stay pretty similar to that uh, in the future as well. What constitutes, uh, what constitutes success for beach volleyball in what is, let's face it, this is year one for you guys. I mean, you can't really count what happened last year, but what constitutes success now in year one? Uh, that's a good question. I would say for me, it's a, obviously seeing a lot of growth in the players. So we got three upperclassmen, the rest are freshmen and, and trying to find um, growth and skills, all those different things. Uh, I also think success is found in just uh, creating an identity for us. Um, you know, we're bringing indoor kids over full time now that that season's over and, and trying to blend the two, seeing how, you know, 
the indoor kids buy into what's going on on the beach side and, and finding somewhat new leadership as we do have our own beach leadership group. Um, but I also think, you know, we're not going to define it as success just being out there and playing. Uh, obviously, we, we're super grateful that we have the opportunities to play and especially in the COVID year. Um, but we we're aiming to, to make some noise in this OVC conference. Um, you know, we have about three weekends almost in a row to compete with that group. Um, and I think we have the chance to, to be competitive and, you know, to to make some noise, win a lot of matches. Um, and it's just going to take some some focus and determination. Um, and we're excited about that. So tell me a little bit about the OVC. Can you can you stack up that competition for us a little bit uh, from what you from what you know so far? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll be honest. I don't know it super well, as uh, you know, we we play indoor on the SoCon side, and I haven't really been able to compete against them yet. But uh, traditionally, I would say that Austin P and Morehead State have had a program for a while now, and they've been pretty solid. Um, I know Jacksonville State has had a program for a little while. Uh, also, just based off of the success of some of those programs from an indoor standpoint, you just know that they have good athletes and they have a lot of crossover kids who have enough beach experience at this point probably that they can be successful. They know the flows of the game. Um, and so, you know, I would say some of the, those are some of the higher end competition that we're looking to kind of go after, um, but yeah. Coach, appreciate the time. Best of luck the rest of the way, man. Can't wait to uh, be able to get out and uh, and, and watch you guys compete. I, I do want to mention, too, for anybody that hasn't been there yet, the UTC Sports Complex where you guys play, what a great facility that has has turned into. And, and from, you know, I feel like it's not quite done yet. I don't think it's quite as good as it can be, but what a great little place to go play. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, uh, you know, the sand, the weather, um, just it's little kind of cubby, if you will. you got the train tracks uh, right over the hill, so you really have that Chattanooga choo-choo feel, if you will. Um, but I, I think it's an amazing facility, and I think there's a list of things that can make it obviously even better, but we're just super grateful for, for what it is right now and um, just the opportunity that we have to compete on it. And, you know, I think that having the fans out there and the atmosphere, it's just an incredible thing. And I don't think that atmosphere, it's like any other sport. And so um, if you haven't seen it before, I definitely encourage you to come out and watch. Coach, appreciate it as always. We'll catch up with you again soon. Thanks, Chris. Bailey Young came to Chattanooga with hopes of competing last year, only to see the season cut short by the pandemic. The lone senior on the Mox roster, and so far the only beach-only signee in program history, Bailey joins us this week on Mox on the Mic. Bailey, did, did you grow up, uh, I know you're from Florida, did you grow up playing a lot of beach volleyball? Yes, actually my parents met playing beach volleyball. And so I have been around it literally since I was born. My mom had me and seven days later, she was back out on the beach playing. Probably not the best choice, but, you know, it was I've, I've always been around it. So I started competing um, in beach volleyball tournaments by the age of 10. And my first tournament, I played for my mom. So, wow. So there was no there was no doubt about it for you. This was this was what you were going to do then, literally from birth, right? I mean, that was it was kind of known that uh, this was going to be your thing. Now, did you play indoor at all, or have you always? Um, 
I, sorry, is my audio okay? Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Um, yeah, it was always, so my brother plays, my brother plays beach volleyball at, in college too. Um, and my sister plays indoor volleyball at high school. She unfortunately did not get the height genes that me and my brother did. Um, but you know, like we didn't have to play, but my parents never pushed it on us. So we've kind of just grown up loving the game. And my goal in life was to go to a division one school playing beach volleyball. And here we are. (laughs) Yeah. How did you decide on Chattanooga? Um, so I went to a junior college for my first two years of college and I played indoor volleyball. And like I had stated before, I had always wanted to play beach volleyball in college. And Darren and I spoke when I was a, uh, I think a freshman in when I was at my junior college and, um, you know, the program hadn't started yet. It wasn't too organized. It was still up in the air. They hadn't decided on if it was going to really be a thing. And, um, and so then a couple years later, fast forward, I am looking to transfer and I ended up committing to North Alabama actually. And um, then things didn't work out. Uh, The coach that I had gone there to play for ended up transferring schools two weeks before school had started. And so I had to decommit um, and because like I wanted to go there and play with her. And so then I reached back out to Darren and I said, hey, you know, um, I'm looking to play volleyball, beach volleyball. And I was wondering if your program had started yet. I know we had talked like a couple years ago, um, blah, blah, blah. And so basically I took that fall semester off and he got me to transfer in um, the spring semester. How much of a disappointment was it for you last year when you're the, the goal has always been to play division one beach volleyball and here it comes, we're going to get a chance to play and then everything gets canceled. Yeah, it was really tough. Um, I was super bummed, you know, the, the, I think because we still got to play one duel um, it made the indoor girls hungry to come out this year um, because it was it was a fun time. But, you know, transferring in, being a junior, it, it was really tough to go home for spring break and never come back. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it, it definitely put a damper on things, but I trained over summer and, you know, came back harder than ever. So... <laughs> You know, I asked uh, Darren earlier about how you go about putting a pair together because there's only two of you in the sand together at the same time and and trying to get the right two together. Tell me about a little bit about uh, um, about Jordan that you're paired up with and and kind of the uh, the chemistry that that you two have together. Yeah, of course. So typically, a pair consists of one tall player and one shorter player uh the tall player obviously uh is the blocking defense and then the shorter girl is the defense defense behind the block and obviously in our case we are both pretty short relatively short um she's five seven i'm five eight on a good day 
And um, so we split block. And that basically means like you share the, the blocking responsibility. And um, she's a freshman. So she still has time and room to grow. She has a lot of potential. Um, our chemistry for being three years apart is very rare how, how good it is. Um, we are very similar people, which sometimes can be like an issue for other players. But in our situation, there is um, an amount of respect between us that that just really solidifies our partnership and we handle every thing that comes our way with grace and ease and i love playing with her she's she's great she's a great sport communication's got to be key right i mean you guys have to be talking during the match to absolutely be able to whether it's setting each other up or making sure that you know you cover for for each other that's got to be key what are you majoring in um, my major is exercise science. I, <laughs> it, it was a tough one. You know, I, I came in with my associate's degree and some credits didn't transfer. It was an unfortunate series of events. And um, unfortunately I got stuck with the exercise science degree, but you know, if I want to coach in the future, it's really not a bad, bad path to go down. Is that kind of what you're leaning towards after college is to get into coaching? I, I kind of am. Yeah. I kind of have a, a high school position waiting for me after this semester at my sister's school. So that's really exciting. Um, definitely something to look forward to. Um, other than that, I, I don't know too much about <laughs> my future. <laughs> that's okay. You don't have to have it all figured out right now. Thankfully you guys got the win over Carson Newman. Um, I know that had to be really satisfying given all the hard work that has gone into to getting to this point. Um, take us through that. What, what was that win like? Um, so Jordan and I actually beat UNA's number one, both of UNA's number one pairs when we played UNA. So we had brought that energy and that determination into this Car Carson Newman match and I don't want to say that it like started a fire under everybody, but I definitely feel like everybody was like, okay, time to, time to push the gas here, like pedal to the metal. And um, after we had swept them 5-0, I was, I was ecstatic. I was obviously in the, the news interview. I don't know if you saw it, but. I was like on a whole nother level. I was so happy and being a first year program, um, it, you, nobody expects anything from us. And I think like the no expectations helped us in a way by not putting any pressure on us, but also like we showed everyone who wasn't expecting anything that we came here for business and we came here to play beach volleyball and compete with all these other schools. Bailey, thanks so much for the time. We will uh, look forward to catching up with you again. We got to do this again before you, uh, uh, before the season's over. Yes, I would love that. Thank you so much for having me.
Thanks to Bailey and Coach Van Horn for joining us this week. For more on when you can catch beach volleyball in action, go over to GoMox.com and check out the schedule. For our producer, Tate Johnson, I'm Chris Goforth. Thanking you for joining us this week. We'll see you again next week right here on Mox on the Mic. Until then, so long, everybody, and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.